I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Have you ever watched an apocalyptic sci-fi movie and wondered, could any of this really happen? I'm Carrie Bechet, and on Hypothetical, we explore what-if questions two ways, through speculative science fiction and through insight from the world's most brilliant scientists. And spoiler alert, your favorite sci-fi movies aren't nearly as far-fetched as you may think. Time travel with me into our possible futures on Hypothetical. New episodes every Tuesday available on all podcast apps. That's Hypothetical, H-Y-P-E-R-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Wallentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we're going to be exploring the impeachment process. So grab your Judiciary Committee. And let's get civical. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We have a really great episode for you today. Today we're going to be talking about the impeachment process, which seems like a very timely thing to be talking about today. And joining us today, we have a very special guest. I'll let you introduce yourself. Hi, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> Ophira Eisenberg. I was about to say I'm a Canadian for some reason. No, I that's feel good. Let's start off with to, that. To reference my uh, background, especially when we're talking about something like impeachment, which I feel like is timely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, I think everyone already listening to this podcast is like, oh, good. I hope it's a five minute podcast of like, <laughs> and then this happens, this happens, and we're done. 
like with impeachment, well, but that's not how it happens, is it? It's very much not how it happens, <laughs> which is which is alarming and stressful for me. Um, yes. I think what this country needs is just like a big red like please stop button, you know? Where One of those like, staples no. buttons or yeah. whatever. Like yeah. that is impeached, you know. <laughs> that's impeached. <laughs> and you're done. Yeah, I mean, actually, that's funny you say that because I've often thought to myself, who knew, you know, where we are now, who knew the uh, the button, the button mm. for the uh, nuclear uh, oh, yeah. was, was send on Twitter? Who knew that was what that button looked like? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's been a lot of security breaches <laughs> that are alarming for me personally. But you're from Canada, which I think is amazing. How do you feel about Canada? Just I want to know. like Positively? Are, you feel, Yeah, do you feel positively? Like, as, as an American, I feel negatively about America. But that's new for you. That's, well, it's, it's a new, it's newer. <laughs> the level of discomfort is, is, has risen. Yeah. And I'm just wondering, I like, I never think about like, how are Canadians doing? Yeah, we're doing fine. I mean, I live here, but I, I live in New York, mm -hmm. right? which feels to me very different than, I mean, America's varied and huge. Yes. True. So I yeah. do not feel like I live in America. I feel like I live in, in New, New York. York. Yes. Agreed. I feel that too. Do you, um, I often wonder if Canadians want to build a wall on their southern border in the so way like we It is hilarious you say that because when the when people were doing jokes about the wall, the the Trump wall uh, and all the different variations, I was like, "Oh, here's my hilarious spin." Like Canada's building the wall to keep Americans out, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and I felt like there's got to be someone else who has thought of this. And you know, maybe someone in America was telling the same joke. Turns out every Canadian comedian <laughs> not only had that joke, but had it from the past and then sure, brought it back sure. up. Sure. They were like, this isn't a Trump thing. This yeah. is just a forever just always thought. Has this. It's yeah. just a sentiment. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, wow, beyond derivative. Uh, but yeah, no, Canadians, Canadians right now are having a bit of a heyday with the, their persona. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about Trudeau? I feel positive yeah, about Yeah, I think Trudeau. I do too. Yeah, yeah same. Um, especially because, well, although I just had some Canadians in town, that young young Canadians, like 20, early 20s mm. Canadians, and they said, I asked them, as everyone does, they were like, everyone's asking us what we think of Trudeau. And I was like, well, Americans love Trudeau. Many Americans love yeah. Trudeau. Mm -hmm. uh, and they, they were kind of like, Trudeau without Trump may not be the greatest. But Trudeau mm. as a... Uh, write a black mirror <laughs> reflection. Right. Oh, it's great. It's so, fantastic. That I have um you I have, have a bunch of friends in France. Yeah. They feel the same way about Macron. Right. That's the same sentiment that they have. They're like, he's okay. Yeah. Because we could have gotten Le Pen. Right. Sure. So, she was the crazy one. Right. She's the crazy one. And apparently now they're not worried so much about her anymore, but her daughter, or her niece, or she's something. Always a new like, that whole family one. needs to relax. Because doesn't she come families. from a father who was crazy? Yeah, the father was crazy too. Like, what's their six. Thanksgiving like? I mean, it's not existent because they're French, but like, imagine it. You know, <laughs> they're fine. I'm just gonna let you know what their Thanksgiving is like for them. Great, they're they're great. they love it. They're they're like, great. We all hate the same people. <laughs> exactly. We have a we great all have time. A ton of money. <laughs> That's right. We're all yeah. good. Just to us. Uh, Sante, but not to the other people. Uh, just us, Sante. Just us, Sante. Wait, this is actually a great transition because no, I'll tell you why. Because getting into impeachment yeah. stuff, yeah, 
it or like it originated from great britain so parliament parliament yes which i didn't know i was like because i'm a narcissistic american i was like oh we came up with this which is like not true of anything that's american like we've come up with nothing, nothing. but yet i had the audacity to think that we came up with impeaching people yep get them in get them out i hate myself <laughs> but they came up with it at a time when like they didn't also have nobody really had any check on the government so it was like we need to be able to get rid of people but they also didn't really have any other process to try and sure this is like founding fathers right. like we don't so, even right we're, we're talking like obviously there's so there's royalty yeah yeah and then they're like all right we're gonna have some government and they're like you know we've never thought of how to get rid of anyone <laughs> it's like a brand those, new thing totally and those kings they like they hated that like we don't want the kings anymore we That's gotta right. have a way to get rid of these people yep. but then they didn't have they didn't have like parliament the way parliament is today of course yeah so it was like it came out of this desire this to not want to have a king. And impeachment, I, I mean, because I, I'm pretty sure the British Parliament system of how they impeach someone and the Canadian are similar. I think so. Maybe exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure, it, I mean, it's the same kind of idea, but I, I think because it's uh, it's the party that's in power, although it does feel like the party is in power here too, um, the party can change its leadership. Right. And that yes. is getting rid of a leader. Right. 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 Oh, I didn't think of it that way. That's so right. spot on. Yeah. Which they we the can party, do. And then they choose the leader. We, yeah. we do the opposite, basically the opposite way. Kind or in of. tandem, actually. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so we're kind of stuck with whoever the party chooses for the, to be the leader, even if you want the party, but not that leader. Right. And right. I, you will tell me, but it seems to me that parties really get behind their leaders in a way that is um, like, what? Oh, 110%. I mean, they're not religious leaders. I mean, I guess they are religious yeah. leaders. But, you know, it's not supposed to be like a cult following. Right. <laughs> well, like, the, the party system in America has very much become, like, in order to be a Republican, you have to be completely anti-Democrat, you know? And you have to, like, put forward this, like, front of, like, we're not going to do any – we're not going to have any bipartisanship. Like, that's, like, the overall right. vibe. And Democrats do the exact same thing. Sure. You know, so – especially within the Republican Party right now and with Trump, like there was this moment where when he got the nomination, like they had to jump on board like everybody did. And I think that's probably I think a lot of like Republican um, leadership is actually going to have like a reckoning for supporting him for so long and yeah. not checking him. You know, if Mitch McConnell loses the majority in the Senate, like where what's he going to do? You know, like. Where yeah. does he go? Be the minority leader? <laughs> no. Mitch. And, you know, people don't want the uh, – people feel so strongly who are against, like, a Paul Ryan. Like, I I, I am one of those people. For sure. Uh, and a Mitch McConnell. That you don't even want them to have the ability to do anything. No. Yeah. And I, and I say, you know what? Do your book tours. Sure. Enjoy. Yeah. Do your lectures wherever you want to do it because that's, that's actual work, P.S., <laughs> yeah it's a lot of work it's a lot of work yeah yeah, yeah. to go out yeah. in front of people and talk right and like and like not just people who like you yeah. will come to those book tours that's right especially and if you travel and yeah. go to your own little hotel right maybe every once in a while you know you, i'm sure you still have detail but it's not always going to be the four seasons mm -mm. sometimes it's going to be a weird kimpton <laughs> <laughs> a little country in a little bed and breakfast <laughs> 
Great. I'm going to circle us back to the to the founding of impeachment just Thank to you. keep us. Yes, please. On, on, <laughs> on, on, on check. So impeachment in America was brought uh, when they were drafting the Constitution mm-hmm. um, in 1780. <laughs> and where impeachment shows up in the Constitution is in Article 1, Section 2. For those of you who want to pull it up just get for it yourself, your so and just know you have one. bring it out and you could read along with me. The The direct quote is, the president, vice president, and all civ- civic officers of the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. That's it? That's, That's literally it. it. So here's what's tricky about that. This has given us a lot of grief over the years, surprisingly enough. Things like treason, and bribery, crystal clear. Crystal clear what those are. But the thing of high crimes and misdemeanors are quite vague. Yeah. Uh, And that vagueness has led to a lot of issues over the years, Um, especially the term misdemeanors, because back in 17... They didn't like we know what a, we have an uh, association with the word misdemeanor. Like it's a it's a it's classification a sm- of a crime. Right. Yeah. But back then they wrote that word with that not being the case. Like that was just a term for like, you know, getting up to some shady shit. We'll, we'll know when we see it. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. So like this has had to go through like Congress and, and the Supreme Court to be like a misdemeanor is a crime. So generally how people view like what you can bring impeachment charges against mm-hmm. is anything that can be indicted as a crime now. Okay. But and it took us a while to get there. Yeah. And, and the, impe- the impeachment isn't the removal of, from office, right? No. no. So that's the other thing. It's yeah. just like one tiny stage of it. It's, it's the first, it's the first part It's the first it. stage. Yeah. So it starts in the house. So you can either bring, um, you can either propose a, le- a resolution to the house as a congressional representative or you can try and like pass a bill saying we want to impeach this person and it goes through the house and then it goes to if it passes the house it passes committee passes the house then it goes to the senate where the senate acts as basically like a jury trial and the chief justice of the supreme court oversees as acts as the judge for that jury trial right um and so then the people in the senate the senators are the ones who actually vote to remove the person from office yes so Mm -hmm. like it's only impeachment charges against like presidents have only happened what like less than 10 times um but the actual like bringing to the senate to actually have a trial has happened twice well i guess fully once clinton and then nixon it was going to the senate to go to trial and he resigned right uh so okay so only once did it go to trial yep and which like Johnson too didn't it go for Johnson oh you're right it went for Johnson as well I always forget about Johnson because I don't like him Andrew Johnson um (laughs) to bring everybody to speed I'm deleting him from history of my mind he He doesn't even get to get impeached Andrew Johnson was the vice president when Lincoln was assassinated um he was a democrat which back then the democrats were the ones who were like pro-slavery so when reconstruction was happening he was just a total dick about like giving freed slaves their rights he was Mm -hmm. like very very rude about it all but and i that's why i thought he was impeached was because he was literally trying to like not let like he like vetoed the giving people their citizenship at one point and the congress had to overrule it but he was actually had impeachment charges because he tried to remove somebody improperly from office that was like the the what was that act 
the removal of Person Act? The removal of the Tenure of Office Act. Tenure of Office Act, yeah. Close, close, it was close. It was close. Yeah, the Tenure of Office Act got a lot of presidents in trouble because yeah. there were people that was like, I would say like three or four of the presidents who had impeachment charges brought against them or people were threatening to do so was because they had removed somebody from office and somebody in Congress didn't like that. Right. Yeah. And they were like, nope, nope, Judiciary Committee. We yeah. Gotta, I, we, nope. Okay, so that doesn't apply anymore. No, obviously. because the <laughs> no. act is gone. The act is gone. Yeah, and there's like, is there four people left? There are, there's approximately four people left working in the White House. Um, it's Is there anyone there? Trump, Ivanka, Jared, and Barron. Um, right. So they're Barron. sort of making up the... Trump Jr. comes Trump. in and out. Yeah. yeah. He's like a distant uncle. Kellyanne um, Conway, I think, is surviving. Is she still there? Is she, is she still there? Kellyanne Conway is She's like somewhere the in person. the graveyard. <laughs> I just... So yeah, let's go through, actually, like, go through the presidents who have had impeachment charges. There's three main ones. Yes. Um, so we talked about Johnson, mm-hmm. who charges were brought against him. It was tried in the Senate. He was found not guilty and allowed to stay. That doesn't sound right. It sounds quite wrong. Um, I, I under, you just gave a valuable little piece of information of how the future, the ghost of Hanukkah future could play out. <laughs> yeah. No, because people, like, I feel like with Trump, the comparison is, is Nixon... But there are, because of the horribleness of the crimes, like the very clear cut crimes right. that were committed. Yeah. Um, and then, but there are other presidents who, and you know. And the evidence, right? And, and the evidence. Oh, so much evidence. So yes. clear, like, very obvious. Well, and the fact that like Nixon got pardoned by Ford, who became president after Nixon resigned, because Nixon was hella guilty of what he did, you know? And I think that's like, it's a little bit different because an actual, like, legit, like, this is threatening national security crime happened, you know? But they did have to go. There was something with the Supreme Court where they had to go to the court because they wanted, Nixon wanted to keep the tapes private because he had oh, all yeah. those tapes saying, you know, planning the whatever, in, in the invasion, not invasion. What word am I looking for? Mm. The robbery. No, oh. the break Oh, the break in. <laughs> yeah. the, the invasion. <laughs> Invasion's good. Yeah. Invasion of Watergate. The DNC. Um, yeah, so then it took some time because it had to go to the court. Uh, um, yeah, because that would have made a like, big difference. Yeah, and that's yeah. the reason that he resigned instead of letting it go to through the impeachment process was because the court was like, no, no, you don't get to do whatever you want as president. You actually have, you have to hand over the tapes. Yeah. We get the evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and So that's not happening either anymore. <laughs> uh, but thanks, Omarosa. <laughs> Omarosa. Right. Talk about a girl with a tape. Another threat to national security. Like she taped in oh the like sit room, right? In the, yeah, in the situation. Like, like there's, you know, clocks from all over the world of everything time. I, I mean, but listen, I just have to say, if she was able to do that, let's just think about what security is really happening right. there. Because I'm I'm pretty sure it's like Zero. she throws on <laughs> she throws on like the voice memo on her iPhone and puts yeah. it face up. At an angle. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I think she's perfectly intelligent enough to record something. Yeah. But there should be some kind of crazy security happening there would, to make sure that yes. doesn't happen. Yes. I want, like, the top security to be in place at, in the situation room. Right. If anywhere, I think there, you know? Like, the best secret recorder she could buy 
was probably down the street at the spy museum gift shop. Right. Like you can't take a picture at a Broadway musical (laughs) of the set without an usher coming to you and like like a hawk. They're amazing. You know, if I can't get a picture of the wicked set, then Omarosa shouldn't be able to record the president of the United States. Or the chief of staff or whoever it was that fired her. Yeah. You would think they would have like a scrambler, like something that would scramble it, like signals inside that room. Yes. White House intelligence, if you're listening to this, which uh, maybe you are, call us if you want tips on how to make your security room more secure. I mean, how about just a big magnet? How much could those cost? Yeah. A magnet. You get those at Best Buy. If the airplane companies can do it, like if you get on a Delta and leave your phone on. You can't make calls. You can't do anything. Nothing. Yeah. If Delta has better security than the White House Situation Room, we have a problem. Problem. All right. So it takes a little while. So it takes a little while. So, uh, so we talked about a lot of Johnson. people on board. <laughs> we talked about Nixon. Uh, let's touch on Clinton for a second because he – so he was accused of perjury and obstructing justice in regards to the Monica Lewinsky. Yes thing so it wasn't even necessarily i think that he was like sleeping with his intern that was the crime it was how he i think did it in the white house and like tried to cover it up and like lie to the police like that was the actual crime right Right. so remember when lying was a crime i know god those are the days good when you could just run out in the street and tell the truth (laughs) so impeachment charges brought in the house goes to the senate Clinton decides to see the trial all the way through and he was acquitted acquitted. and allowed to finish. He was in like what the middle or end of his second term and he was allowed to finish the second term. It was so, I remember that. I mean, we talked about this. I remember watching that on TV, the actual impeachment trial. Yeah. And then like hearing, I mean, I was probably like 12 or 13 at the time. And then like hearing all of the things coming from the grownups in my life about what they thought about the situation. But then they all loved him afterwards. They all loved him. They yeah. all loved him. And people continue to love Bill Clinton. I mean, for the last, you know, like, I mean, obviously for Hillary, but even for Obama's, the you know, the yes. last um When he was endorsing him and yeah. doing the rounds. Yeah. It was like the guy to get. And now... I I mean I think I think people are back to being split, you know, on whether or not they right like having well, him around. Right. There's so many because the I think there's like a, the baseline. We have lost our baseline. That, I think that's what it is. Huh. So I mean, like he challenged so Clinton's impeachment uh, or or basically um, his 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 leaving of office ultimately mm. created a, a different baseline. Yeah, yeah, everyone was like, maybe this is okay, maybe this isn't okay. Sure, sure. And then I think a lot of people walked away going, I mean, there's one thing about the lying, but it's like, eh, so he had sex with the intern. I mean, I think he ruined someone's life, and there is yeah. a, yes. a, a whole story of that, yes. which we are like only even as a culture beginning to think about right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe. The 90s owes a huge apology to Monica, to Monica Lewinsky. No, I think you're absolutely right. I think with... I think why your point, Arden, as to we're like becoming split on Clinton again is because we have this new sort of like new wave, like feminist, the Me Too movement, the women basically being like, okay, like we're done. We're done with this shit. And part of that is like looking at figures that we have held in such high esteem and being like, okay, wait, what actually are you? And at the end of the day, Bill Clinton, while I think actually a fairly good president in how he 
I mean, because he was pretty moderate and was able to work with both Republicans and Democrats. So I give him that. But how, like, at the end of the day, he took advantage of a, what, 20-year-old intern and he's the president of the yeah. United States and she becomes villainized as like this horrific home wrecker and he's on a book tour you know we just have to like you can you, after knowing all that and still being like you know what yeah he's still a good guy fine but like it has to start being a part of all of Bill Clinton's conversations of like yeah. how we remember his legacy so yeah so I should we talk about like what a Trump impeachment might mean well, do you want to get into that yet? Trump loves to throw out really tantalizing uh, sound clips, as yeah. we all know. And it was that if he's impeached, the stock market's going to crash, right? Oh, that's, right. Yes, I did. That's I, the good. I think that's been said forever. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and then I, there was a bunch of immediate things that came out about how the stock market would not crash. No. I mean, you know, that. I mean, if the stock market can handle hurricanes and, oh. you know, financial crashes, the impeachment of one Donald Trump, I who cannot pick up a book to save his life, I feel right. like is not I, it, it, a dip, maybe. Sure. But he's already unstable. The thing that I don't, that show that, you know, that soundbite from our president shows me is that he just doesn't understand how he thinks he's like smooth as water. But he is so like he's so erratic and all over the place. The market doesn't already know what to do and how to compensate for right. anything because right. he's repealing, you know, environmental laws. And so, okay, well, what does that mean? What does that mean for car manufacturers? What does that mean for various industries? And you know, and now, you know, if he's impeached, I, I think it could go up. You know, maybe it could bounce back sooner because we would get somebody else in who would stabilize things. Could well, be great for the economy. Could. That's a good point because if. Trump gets impeached. Yeah. If it charges are brought, goes to the Senate, he's guilty, he's out. It's Mike Pence. Mike Pence is who becomes the president. Like that's so it's like as far as like things stabilizing, that's not necessarily, I mean, I think they would stabilize in some way because I Mike Pence is not as erratic um as Trump is, it's just as far as like how he presents himself. But like that is that's the thing to face, you know, like he is next up yeah. for yeah. better or for worse. Yeah. And what I learned with Nixon is that when a vice president moves up to a president, then they get to appoint their vice president. And it, it goes through sort of like a similar like through the Senate confirming thing. So then Mike Pence is choosing a VP nom who might look like Mike Pence. <laughs> Or who might be like Trump, you know? Right. So, so you think it would be Paul Ryan or somebody like somebody who's a little bit. I don't know. Like bring, bring him much. out of retirement. Yeah. Coming yeah. back from retirement. I, I think if I was Mike Pence, which thank God I'm not. But if I was Mike Pence, Are Trump sure? gets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thank you. I just wanted to bring you both here um, to say that I am this Mike Pence. This is the weirdest yeah. way to I feel very uncomfortable being around two women without Karen, my wife. But um. I'll pray about this later. <laughs> um, uh, I think if I was Mike Pence, which I am, that if I'm coming off a Trump impeachment, because that's yeah. going to be a fiasco circus if it if it even like if it charges are brought and like it's going to the Senate, like from day one, it's going to be a shit show. Mm -hmm. I would probably pick a very safe, like as clean slate of a human as I could, you know, like maybe even an unknown. Yeah. Somebody like nobody's ever heard of. Like he's plucked it. 
like a governor plucked out of obscurity from yeah. like Oklahoma. So again, some, you know, I admit my total ignorance as oh, someone I love who did not grew up in this country. That's my that's my back pocket. Didn't grow up in this country. Did not actually learn a lot about uh, American government. Amazing. Or... Neither did anybody in America. <laughs> I just want you to know. That's why we're doing this. Is because it's not it's not taught. No. Yeah, that's okay. what makes you so American. So, <laughs> so the uh, the president is impeached. Mike Pence is elevated. Yes, but the president is impeached. Part of that process was the Senate had to ag- agree with the charges and his removal. Yes. Okay, so then the Senate already is in a situation where they, I'm going to use the word sympathetic. I know that's un- that's not even, it's not, it's too emotional. Feeling. But anyway, They don't feel, but yes. They don't feel. Um, so then when Mike Pence goes to appoint his own vice president, it's so weird talking about this in present tense, but uh, he he has to get the Senate again to okay that. Yes. So it, in theory, the Senate would not be cool with almost anything. <laughs> in th- but here's the thing. They're still politicians. Sure. You know what I mean? And it also, I think this brings up a great point. It also depends on what party is currently controlling the Senate. The Senate. Yeah. So that's another thing. I don't think right. a Trump impeachment is possible while the Republicans control either house. Right. No. The Senate, there's no effing way that Trump right now would be found guilty even if even if the the evidence was just like as high as the sky. So why isn't the evidence as high as the sky? I feel I am what from what I read makes it feel like the evidence is as high as the sky. I'm sure. I mean, I don't have access to the classified evidence. Well, we do. Um, okay, Amorosa good. texted me. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what we were doing before. Yeah. Um, the funny, I mean, the thing about that is the other presidents that have had charges brought against them or have been threatened to have, you know, somebody's threatened to bring charges against them, like both of the Bushes. Yeah. The evidence was like, it's there. I mean, if you're charging him with impeachment because he went into, somebody went into a war without asking Congress, yeah, the evidence is clearly there. Right. Like, we're in that war mm-hmm. and nobody asked Congress. So, right. But it's also so, that's such a seemingly small little, like, you know, like the pile of evidence is obvious. Yeah. And the pile of evidence here. There are so many layers yeah. to this president and the level of proof that you would have to have in order to get the current crop of politicians to agree to impeach him. I think that's the thing. Yeah. And we've already seen that, like, there was the Billy Bush tape, you know, the Hollywood Access tape. And they st- like there was audio and video and it didn't matter. Yeah. And I think when he, you know, when he said, you know, well, because shoot like- somebody on Fifth Avenue and everybody would still like me. Yeah. No, that that's was like accurate. weirdly bizarre. Yeah. 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 I mean, the thing like that's I think it brings up an interesting point. A lot of the like more damning evidence against Trump has to do with um, basically assaulting women. Um, and we're still in this place uh, as America where we're trying to figure out if that's a crime or not. Yeah, or we, if, think like, we think it might be OK. You know, we think it might be OK. Or we think we you know, will give them a timeout and then they can do go do a set at the cellar, you know, uh, yeah, and give them a few months. You yeah, know, they've t- they've had their chance to listen. Right. Their list. They took it in and now they're different, you know. Um, so I think that's I think that's part of why it's tricky. I think another reason why it's it hasn't happened yet is because we're dealing with a majority Republican Washington, D.C. And also the other thing about the Trump stuff is that like there's so much surrounding him, but like actually like like crime, like the crime stuff has like yet to fully pin to him. But I think it's coming. Okay. 
all right okay but it's uh, but i agree with you it's it's crazy that we're not there yet no No, and it seems to me uh as an uninformed canadian uh, that the the needle keeps moving forward and i i don't mean just time marching on it's sort of like well this will do it and then that is sur- whatever that thing is surfaced i wish i had details here uh and everyone's like yeah that wasn't it yeah it's like oh yeah no i mean like the russian hackers it's like no we found gazillions of them yep it's but it's complicated so it's, it's completely complicated and, and it's totally all political it's totally all political and the you know i don't like trump and a lot but impeaching is you to impeach him which like i want him out of the office you know but it's also having to realize that what's next is mike pence right and i think if he was impeached before he was able to finish out his first term and it got to mike pence i think mike pence could easily be reelected yes do you know what i mean totally yes. and so that that scares me yeah like i would rather run against trump in 2020 than a mike pence i think the the again as mike pence the only thing that i've done <laughs> well as vice president yeah is i've kept you don't hear from mike ever you don't hear about mike ever nope he flies under and by he i mean i i fly under the radar when it comes to trump so he, how could you possibly approximate, though, that kind of, uh, I mean, you know, right, the, just the press and the attention and that Trump. I mean, there's no one that approximates that. No, but he, I think he's setting himself up to be a strong reelection candidate, right. like Arden said, yeah. by not getting involved. Right. He's just like, no, 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 uh, I no comment. Right. Karen, uh, I'll be home at six yeah as per usual as uh, per usual my darling and it is taco night it is taco night i will bring the fajitas oh crazy ethnic night yeah you know mike pence's place Uh, um (laughs) okay so uh so someone will finally be like here is a charge and then what i mean there is a charge there There is is a a charge i think what's going to happen is we're going to see the mueller investigation pan out i think once cohen is essentially on trial and things are starting to be like leaked out we're going to have a more clear idea of what's going on impeachment charges might get brought up might get voted in the house but if it goes to the senate there's just i like i would be so like so i guess the question is to how much more could we be screwed <laughs> oh i mean <laughs> infinitely more. infinitely more know, never like, ask never it's, ask how much more it's you know like we're continually screwed yeah and does everyone just fall asleep at night I can't. I mean, them or Americans? I mean, right. I, I can only yeah. speak for. I mean, I, most of my friends and uh, are just living on anxiety. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just wondering. And the wine that I use. And the to wine. Do that anxiety. And then, right. Yeah. And then after the wine, well, you start the coffee. Right. Got to keep yeah, going. Yeah, going. Yeah. yeah. That's a. I think that's a great point. I think we're living in a very concentrated bubble of you know liberal like we want to like grassroots like get get involved right that's not the case for a lot of america like people who are dissatisfied with trump they're probably at most mildly annoyed they probably think he's a joke but i think a lot of people have this sort of like detached irreverence about the government where they're like they're all corrupt Yes, it's that, all that was very much through. my mother. They're all cheaters. They're all yeah. cheaters, which is which is true. You know, like Hillary sucked, Trump sucks. He, it is what it is. Like, just wait ten years. There's gonna be another. It's just a cycle. Um, 
which I understand why that mindset is there. You know, it's like that's been true. However, I do think in this case, we are looking at like something that we haven't quite seen before. Sure. Okay. Um, so where does this leave us? Can I tell you some, can I do, can we do fun facts? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love like fun random facts. random fun facts yes. about impeachment that I thought were Nothing amazing. more fun than a fun fact about impeachment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, so you can impeach at the state level, every state except Oregon. What? What's going on in Oregon? Who knows? Because they're, I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe they were just. Wow. I have no Oregon, idea. Oregon, you are crazy. Right. They have they like got mail-in issues. ballots, but no impeachment. Yeah. It's backwards. That's so weird. So weird. So you can impeach it at state level. The most famous person, I mean, that in my recollection, that has ever been impeached at the state level was Rob Lagojevich. Rob We're trying to sell Obama's Tennessee. Oh, We're trying yeah. to sell it? Yeah. Wait, I didn't know about this. He wanted oh, Bruce yeah. Springsteen tickets. Yeah. Well, we <laughs> all want Bruce Springsteen tickets. <laughs> God, I hope. I hope that's why. I have a se- guy. If you guys. For your vice presidency. If you're like listening, uh, my as Mike Pence, yeah, my you can vice your president seat. seat is for sale. Yeah. I can be bought. Uh, so just uh, shoot us an email at uh, please buy me at vicepresident.org. Uh, and I do wonder if senateseats.org. Is a is a thing. <laughs> how do you so how like how do you Venmo. sell a Senate eBay, Venmo, <laughs> PayPal? Yeah, I guess you just put out a Facebook post <laughs> to your friends. Yeah. Hey guys, anybody? <laughs> All Chicagoans. What position did Rob Blagojevich hold? He's governor. He yeah. was governor. Yeah, yeah. Of Illinois. See. Wow. Yeah. Two thousand eight. Well, that's a bit of a problem. What's he doing now? Is he on a book tour? He was in jail, but now is he? I don't know if he was in jail. And that's when he wrote his book. No, I don't know. Honestly, what else to do in jail? I Um, would write a book if I were in jail. Finally, the time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, and now I can sit with my Piper Chapman, that shit. (laughs) 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 Um, Okay, okay. that's That's a good fun fact. Fun fact, right? Okay. So then another one, which I was like, this, we need to be doing this. The city of Berkeley. California. California. Knew it. Love it. Um, voted Love it. to Im- voted to initiate proceedings for the impeachment and removal and removal of office from from office of president for George W. Bush and Dick Cheney, like on a on like a ballot measure. Like 70 to 30. The people like the citizens of Berkeley were like, yeah, Holy we want to start that. So start they basically that. <laughs> they basically were like that's we a- are going to force our representatives to bring forth impeachment charges in the House against right. Dick Cheney and Bush. Shout out to Berkeley for nice just like job. organizing. Yeah. S- smart people. Honestly, that's that not like- a. Did it pass? It, well, the the ballot measure passed, but obviously we had George Bush, so right. They, it didn't so then it go kind of- anywhere. But at least I was like, this is a show of force. Like, what? Uh, right. Can what we if- get this? Let's get this going. Right. What, if, what if 200 of those happened right. at the same time? At the same time. I bet if people knew that they could do that, we'll see that all over every blue state in America right now. Could you imagine? That'd why be... haven't the Democrats organized that why underground? Why haven't they done it? Because, because they're still figuring out who's going to do things. The Democrats got issues. They got so many issues. <sighs> yeah. So my third fun fact. Oh fun fact. Yes. Keep us on track. Of course. Um, you can impeach other offices, which I guess I knew. But you could impeach judges. Mm. Yeah. You could impeach like other, just I think any other federal office. It's any federal office. That's right. And it's only like an impeachment has gone through trial and been found guilty eight times and they were all judges. Mm -hmm. All judges. All All judges. judges. 
Those shady mofos. Yeah, well, they, I mean, they are the ones that be, have to be held to the high standard, so that makes it the hardest. Right. Yeah. But humans yeah, all are, federal judges. All federal judges. They're all corrupt. Yes. See, now I sound like my mom again. I, they're all cheaters. They're, they're all, all corrupt. Liars. What are you going to do about it? Wait 10 years. I hate the wait I 10 years argument. I, mean, I hate, yeah. It's very frustrating because I'm like, but it's on fire now. Right. Yeah. And, and like, you know, it's sort of like back pain. It's like, so are you just telling me I'm going to be putting up with this? <laughs> yeah. And that's like supposed to be a quality right. of life. Right. Exactly. I don't want to do that. No. That sounds horrible. Yeah. We, we don't even live in a world where anybody wants to do that. We're yeah. all living in a world where we're like, no, pleasurable things now. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Like More instant fun, gratification. Yeah. But obviously. Right. So then there's the other thing about like, let's just hope. Let's say, let's just hope. Nope. Stop. So impeachment doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. I hope whatever um, cultural impact this is having having on a lot of uh, other things like more people being interested in running for government, uh, more women's voices being upheld, more people of color being upheld, that continues. Because I also don't want the thing where impeachment happens and then everyone's like, done. (laughs) Crushed it. Right? Yeah, Nailed absolutely. It. Yeah, exactly. No, no there's definitely momentum happening, especially I think in your sort of like younger sectors, you know, I'd say yeah. like the 30s and below um, to like people who can actually vote, where I think we're more politically involved than probably the generation above us were, you right. know, like I would equate like the in the past, like the last time people were this politically involved probably during the civil rights movement right. of the 60s, you know? And so that's, so that's like, what, 40 plus years of, and well, a little they, bit in Vietnam, yeah. but that was like, that was a split thing, you know? I mean, like sort of like the sort of national, like a lot, like there's a lot of people feeling a lot of things. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's happened in a very long time. Um, and I think it sort of skipped like the idea of like organizing to march is like why are you doing that right, exactly when it's actually like a very common thing in american history that's how we got the civil rights movement to yeah. get started that's how women got the right to vote you know everybody's marched right i'm glad that young people are activated me too i hope they have calendars with the dates marked to go vote and as somebody who's worked on campaigns and in politics they're a very unreliable demographic because they don't they're not really registered and so yeah it's hard to reach them you tend to rely on people who have voted in the past. So they also tend to get filtered out of people's, you know, voter outreach that they're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they're not, if you haven't voted before, you might be super enthusiastic. But if no, if you, if it's like you're 18 and a half and this is your first one, people don't want to, like they have reason not to put that much effort into you because your demographic doesn't generally turn out. Right. Yeah. And so if they really want to have an impact, they have to show up the next, you know, ad nauseum election cycles so that it boosts up their numbers. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of, uh, there's a lot more attention on all kinds of elections right now. I yeah. feel like I've never seen it, but I mean, just, yeah, even municipal elections, people are like, if this person gets it, that means I, I, I don't ever remember hearing any of this stuff right. as national news. Right. right. So I guess that's very positive. Yeah. Although I do think it's very, people have made jokes like, you know, thanks a lot, Trump for making me care. About you know whatever Grand Rapids election you know, <laughs> but there you know there's a there's so a spiraling effect from all these, um, and I think this is a good place to sort of wrap up on with this just sort of like people who are listening to like 
encourage you to go out and vote, not just like Arden said, and on a federal level, but starting at your primaries, who's running, you know, because if you are a Republican or if you're a Democrat, you get a choice as to who your nominee is, you know, and if like it might be an incumbent who sucks and what could you do but perhaps vote for somebody who's trying to, you know, bring a breath of fresh air in? So I would highly recommend uh, looking at your primaries. And then if you're looking to register to vote, each state obviously has their own thing to sign up for. But generally, if you Google their own flawed system, their own flawed system. But if you just you do a work simple Google of, you know, Georgia voter registration, it's the first thing that pops up and it takes maybe at most 10 minutes of your time and then you're up and ready to go. And look at what your state structure is for registering registering with a party. Yes. Because for the primaries, they could be closed or open, and you want to make sure that you have a voice in whatever party you're choosing to side with. Yes. Find out what that is. And then go from there. Right. And vote like it changes your life, because it right. does. Because it, it literally does, especially yeah. now. Yeah. Thank you so much for oh, joining us Oh, thanks for having today. me. I learned something. I'm so glad. That's great. Do I have more hope in my heart? Maybe. 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 Wow. Okay, good. I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> um, it's coming through. <laughs> can, you, uh, can you tell us like where everybody can listen where to you? Where can you find, find you? me? Yeah. If you, uh, your address, please. Yeah. So uh, I have a fairly small apartment, but if you want to come over, <laughs> uh, if you want to find out what I'm doing, uh, go to ophiraeisenberg.com. I promise that calendar will be updated with in minutes of you typing it in. Uh, you can go to Ophira, at Ophira E on all the rest of the social things. And yeah, I do live shows all around doing stand-up and storytelling. You can also listen to a trivia podcast and radio show I host called Ask Me Another. I love it. Awesome. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. We love you. And we'll see you next time. Next time.